Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts. Bless us, direct us, and send us out. Living letters of the word. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Many of the most wonderful moments in my life have been unplanned. One Christmas Eve, consumed with the busyness and minutia of preparing for the midnight mass, I was blessedly interrupted and pulled aside by a soldier who asked me to bless his St. Christopher medal before he was deployed the next week. One winter, at a time in my life when I was very focused on my career, and I had a plan, and this would follow this, and this would follow that, and all was in its proper order, I met a young woman from North Carolina. And the rest, they say, is history. One spring, I was walking in Washington, D.C. I had just graduated from college, and I happened to run into a fraternity brother of mine. He was an acquaintance, never really a friend, but we happened to run into each other uh, on the street outside of his law firm on I. And out of that chance meeting, a friendship grew, and I now consider him one of my best friends, and I was honored that he served as a groomsman at our wedding. And just the other day, I was standing outside of St. Dominic's Hospital, and a woman came up to me and she asked if we could share a word of prayer. And I asked what she wanted to pray about, arrogantly assuming that in my vast and priestly wisdom, I could offer some great counsel and alleviate whatever was burdening her heart. And she said, don't worry about that. Let's just pray. And we did. Within these moments, moments I never planned or ever dreamed of, I, without them, I would not be the person I am today. And contrast these moments, and I pray similar moments in your own life, with occasions that we plan for with great veracity and detail. And sometimes these moments can turn out just fine and all of the work and energy we put into them bear much fruit. But other times, no matter how much we plan or think, everything just falls disappointingly flat. That trip that you dreamed about for years and planned for months is jeopardized by a freak thunderstorm and a canceled flight. That Thanksgiving dish that you had such high hopes for when you read that recipe in that magazine months ago turns out to be a gray, bland mass sitting there in a Pyrex dish. And your child refuses to take a first day of school picture. And while all your friends have posted pictures on Facebook of their cute, beatific children on their first day of school, all you can manage is something that looks like it came out of the Munsters. <laughs> Nothing amuses God more than well-laid plans. And I'm reminded of this juxtaposition of the seemingly coincidental with the painstakingly intentional when I consider today's gospel. For the past month or so, we have been reading in the sixth chapter of John 
And in these verses, Jesus has been speaking about bread and about life. Last month, Jesus fed the 5,000 out of a small basket of a few loaves of bread and a couple of fish. And then after this mighty miracle, Jesus unpacks this miracle with preaching about bread and about life and how He is the bread of life. Jesus says to us this very morning, Very truly I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink His blood, you have no life in you. Those who eat My flesh and drink My blood have eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day. These are comforting words for us as Christians, for they remind us of Christ's assurance of eternal life, that when our labors are through, our existence is not ended, but instead we will live on to because of the grace of our generous God. But this morning I am struck not by the promise of eternal life, but of something more, the assurance of a life with Christ now, in this place. For Jesus also says to us this morning, those who eat my flesh and drink my blood abide in me and I in them. In other words, those who have a life in Christ, those who seek Christ in their prayers, in their study of Scripture, in their receiving and participation in the sacramental life of the church, those who know Christ, and even those who just want to know Christ, they will live with Christ this day and every day. And while Jesus will most certainly be there to greet us and welcome us when we go to our reward, that same Jesus walks with us today and tomorrow and a week from next Tuesday. Jesus is with us in the carpool line. Jesus is with us in that ludicrously boring meeting. Jesus is with us when we share a laugh on the phone. Jesus is with us when we anxiously sit in that waiting room. Jesus is with us when we notice how much they've grown this summer. Jesus is with us when we hold the hand of a friend. Our God is a very present God and a God who abides with us, not only in the momentous times, but in the times when we don't expect God to be there. Bidden or unbidden, Christ is present. This morning, we welcome a new little sister into the communion of Christ and the community of the Chapel of the Cross. And in the living waters of baptism, we are assured of the forgiveness of our sins and the, indeed the promise of eternal life. But we are also reminded in baptism of how God has been with God's people throughout history. As the water is poured into the font, we will pray, Thank you, Almighty God, for the gift of water. Over it, the Holy Spirit moved in the beginning of creation. Through it, you led the children of Israel out of their bondage in Egypt and into the promised land. 
In it, Jesus received the sacrament of baptism and was anointed by the Holy Spirit as the Messiah. In other words, God has been with us the whole time. And at the end of the baptism service, we will pray these words. Sustain her, O Lord, in your Holy Spirit. Give her an inquiring and discerning heart, the courage to will and to persevere, a spirit to know and to love you, and the gift of joy and wonder in all your works. In in other words, not only was God present with God's people across the pages of history, but God is present and God continues to be present with this precious little girl and her family and this parish family and this whole community and all of us who struggle and wander and laugh and hope through this bizarre exercise we call life. For those who live in Christ will live forever. And that life begins right now. Amen.